join us for today's episode of the Utopian Realities Slope Save Life on Planet Earth blog talk radio show, bringing you solution bearers with practical, proven, scientific ways to help you eliminate global level irradiation and extinction level threats from your body and bringing forward the means to restore and sustain global waters, air, soil, and sentient life. Welcome. Good evening, and welcome to the Mending the Hoop Council. This is Siava. This is a special um, program the day after Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women's Remembrance Day on Sanco de Mayo. The title of our program tonight is Hearing the Cries of the MMIW, No More Silence. The ghosts of the missing and murdered women, men, and children of all nations and all times cry out for justice. They cry out to be remembered. They cry out to be avenged. They pray for the stony hearts of their murderers and oppressors and ask why those who slayed them are still living in ivory towers and houses and eating and drinking and reveling while they lie in unmarked graves with their relatives often never knowing if they are dead or alive. Hopefully yesterday, on the 5th of May, 2021, if you were aware that it was MMIW Day, hopefully you raised your voices high and painted your faces red or wore red and screamed at the top of your lungs to let your mouth be a voice and a body on the line to say no more silence. Stop the raping and the pillaging, the death, destruction, and desecration of our women, children, and our men. No more silence. Let the spirits of the missing and murdered speak to our hearts, and may the carnage end today and never be seen upon the earth again. We invite all friends and family of missing and murdered and sex-trafficked domestic violence victims and repentant perpetrators to join us this day after MMIW Remembrance Day so we show that every day is a day of remembrance. You're welcome to bring your stories, bring your tears, bring your rage, bring your sorrow, bring your repentance. Don't let them scare you into silence. We are eternal spirits and we must no longer be afraid and no longer be silent. We love you, our missing and murdered relatives. We protect you now as you watch over us, and together we will stop this slaughter of the innocents in our hearts 
and minds and bodies. Should you wish to join this live prayer, this live remembrance, please phone 914-205-5803. And we are going to open with uh, the prayer is going to be the Strong Women's Warrior Song as taught to me by Grandmother Marge Grow Eppard, who, uh, special love to Grandmother Marge, who is up in the Northlands um, with the um, grandmothers and family um, protecting the sacred waters at line three. So uh, here is a strong woman's warrior song for missing and murdered indigenous women, men, and children. Hey, do you know the strong woman's warrior song? Not yet. Okay, it's easy. Sing it and just sing along with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Her family rejects that Brown died of natural causes, saying they strongly believe a man was responsible. Ella Farik Auger was 14 when she disappeared on February 2nd, 2006. Family members said the Lado Tine First Nations team had spent the night at a friend's house. She was last spotted near a downtown bar in Prince George, British Columbia. Family plastered missing posters all over downtown Prince George. But a week after she went missing, a passing motorist traveling east to Prince George on Highway 16 found her body lying at the base of the highway embankment. Her case is being investigated by Project Ipana, a task force dedicated to unsolved murders, which links to Highway 16 between Prince George and Prince Rupert, otherwise known as the Highway of Tears. Alana Jamima Cardinal 20 had recently received an acceptance letter from Portage College in Alberta when she disappeared on July 16, 2016. Her body was recovered nine days later near her home community of Goodfish Lake, Alta, a Cree community about 185 kilometers northeast of Edmonton. Cardinal's death was classified as suicide by the coroner, but her family doesn't believe she took her own life. St. Paul RCMP handled her case. Alberta Gail Williams, 24, was living with her sister in a downtown Vancouver apartment when they decided to take a break from city life and try out seasonal work in northern British Columbia for the summer. On September 25th, 1989. Her body was found on the outskirts of Prince Rupert, British Columbia. In 2006, her death was added to Project Ipana, the police task force that investigates disappearances and murders along BC's Highway of Tears. In 2016, her story was part of an eight-episode CBC podcast called Missing and Murdered by Connie Walker. The podcast helped uncover new information that was never used by the RCMP, including a witness who was never interviewed by the police. In July 2017, Alberta's brother, Francis Williams, created a memorial cross where her body was in 1989, in hopes that it will help someone come forward. Alice Quilquat was the mother of five sons and one daughter. She was from the Laksul First Nation near Sulagao, Ontario. She was murdered in Thunder Bay in the late 1970s. Alicia Leah Germain 
2015 was last seen at a Christmas at the Native Friendship Center in Prince George, British Columbia, in December 1994. She was later found slain near an elementary school close to Highway 16, also known as the Highway of Tears. The RCMP investigation into the deaths of Jermaine and other women who went missing or were found murdered along this highway is called Project Ipana. We're going to take a moment and listen to a piece of music because this is so troubling. We'll take a pause. Time is now, the twelfth hour is here. The awesome transformation brings natural fear. While we continue the cycle of morning and night, surviving and complying, Caught in the fight. Time to raise your hands to heaven. Time to reach your voices to the sky. Great shift is coming to illusion. We must die. Had we done different in the course of human time. Perhaps we'd have avoided this purification rite. No hills to run to, no cover to take. As Earth Mother readies to shake, to shake. Earth Mother holds the rattle and sings a sacred song of purification, righting old wrongs. And the days are by unhitting, unconscious of the time, Caught in the place, illusions, unaware of unpaid crimes. Earth Mother holds the rattle and sings a sacred song of final purification, righting ancient wrongs. Sing a prayer for salvation. For sanctification and release, as Earth Mother shakes the rattle, praying for her peace, given back in kind what's been given her. Don't be surprised when the spirits cry, as she does what she must do. Earth Mother holds the rattle and sings the sacred song as we scatter like pebbles tossed upon the tide. Earth Mother holds the rattle and sings the sacred song 
Prepare for tribulation, it won't be very long. Father holds the rattle and sings a sacred song. Prepare for tribulation, it won't be very long. So what is going on that we have this plague of missing and murdered women and missing children and missing boys? Well, there's some horrible things going on that no one really wants to speak about, we uh, began addressing the issue in our Saturday Mending the Hoop Council with Chisa Lane not long ago, in which he recounted his own experience growing up, being born in a residential school, being raped by an older boy and um, then describing how the older children taught the younger children to abuse each other, sexually abuse. And um, so no one really wants to talk about it although she still has counseled thousands of people. And we here at the White Buffalo Nation in conjunction with Chief Geronimo of the Mendocino Tribal Reserve and Grandmother Marge are preparing to uh, tackle the issue head on. And we are in the process of um, developing, mending the healing oasis and creating a residential community for women with children as well as for men. We've been planning this program for some time and the imperative need for such a program is both personal and humanitarian as we aim to address the plague of missing and murdered indigenous women, men, and children, and ritual abuse and human trafficking, which is a secret plague in which men, women, and children in intergenerational dysfunctional families become as prey caught in and trained to perpetuate a cycle of sexual abuse, drug and alcohol addiction, violence, and human trafficking, including murder, prostitution, and cannibalism, akin to the silence of the lamb syndrome. We are working closely in designing this program with the white bison 
people of Colorado, and my sponsor, Grandmother Marge Rowe-Eppard, a trustee of GQ University. Matriarch of the Mendocino Tribal Nation. I am myself affected as the wife of an alcoholic and regularly attend Al-Anon and White Bison Wellbriety virtual meetings and recognize that I am myself a wounded healer, as I believe we all are in these troubled times. Chief Geronimo and I see this program as becoming a model of what we can do to transform the lives of men, women, and children suffering from the trauma of dysfunctional family dynamics. And within these parameters, we see our program as filling a need. And so we must be silent no more. There is an underworld, not only across Turtle Island, but across the world, an underworld of drug and alcohol users and those who are secretly participating in human trafficking that accompanies intergenerational ritual abuse within our own communities. As one of the greatest threats to recovering addict sobriety is friends who are more than happy to slip the individual struggling to stay sober, their temptations, so as to keep them in the circle of abusers and victimizers with offers of drugs, alcohol, and sex. And so we foresee the need to determine who our clients are permitted to have contact with and see that we will likely need to limit their association with known active drug and alcohol users and amateur and professional prostitutes. We see our program as bringing and showcasing a new and improved way of addressing intergenerational lateral violence and the associated drug and alcohol addictions and rape, murder, cannibalism, and other swamp creature activities. And we aim to demonstrate how to successfully break cycles of violence and self-loathing and self-destruction and give our clients the opportunity to return to being good tribal family members for without treatment and beneficial labor our brothers and sisters become locked in a cycle of acting out which causes arrest and incarceration and from which they never escape the cycle except through suicide and slow self-inflicted death. And we all watch our beloved family members and our communities spiral downward in ever worsening cycles of self 
and community destruction. Alcohol and drug addiction and incest in Native communities and, in fact, in all communities across Turtle Island has led to the highest rates of suicide ever seen. We must stop the self-inflicted genocide, clanicide. And we look forward to showing how with proper treatment and rehabilitation, we can provide the best deliverance of opportunities to those that otherwise are stuck in a self-destructive cycle of masking the trauma of intergenerational abuse, which manifests as excessive drug and alcohol use and family violence, and at its worst, in the trafficking of our own family members and recreational incest in what is known as the aristocrat syndrome, which works in tandem with the Stockholm syndrome. If you're not familiar with the, quote, joke, the aristocrats, I suggest you Google search it and listen to this horrible joke about family group sex, which prepares children to be trafficked. We will be offering our residential clients the opportunity to become certified counselors. And as we are here for the mending of the hoop and the healing of the earth, uh, we see no other way to uh, break free of these poisons than to face it head on like buffalo who face the storm and don't pretend that it's not happening. So let's um, take a moment and listen to another song. Come now, let us reason. Together, says the Lord, lessons us, scarlet they shall be white as snow. They will flow red as crimson, they shall be like wool. The mountain of the Lord will be established as highest of the high. Many people will come and cry. Come, let us go to the mountain of the lady. She will teach us her way so we may follow. She will judge between the nations and will settle our disputes. Who will beat us swords to plowshares and us spears to pruning hooks. Was counselor, mighty good, princess of peace, out of love, great spirits then will be established as highest 
relapse is almost guaranteed. The victim of alcohol and drug addiction has to be able to self-control consumption of drugs and alcohol and has to choose not to play sadomasochistic head trips on themselves and their loved ones. They have to be able to say yes to life and no to self-destruction based on self-loathing that comes with repressed trauma of having grown up in and having been groomed to be participants in a family network of human trafficking. There is an old saying in Al-Anon, the three C's. You didn't cause the alcoholic to drink, you can't cure them, and you can't control them. But we can help the alcoholic address the causes, and we can help the addict choose to cure themselves with great spirit's help. And we can help them control themselves and break the cycle and clean the cesspool within themselves that caused them to go insane with addiction and violence against themselves and those they love. We want our patients and program to be sustainable and the job opportunities available through our partnership with FEMA and the UV Angel program provide the opportunity to create right livelihood for our clients, which is in the best interest of the individual and the family. Our clients, we hope, will become models of every man, every woman, who in our Mending the Hoop Healing Oasis program can go out and have a a 20-hour-a-week job to be able to come home and pay for their insurance and car and all the things necessary to survive in their right mind. Without those, the person will retreat back into their shell of alcohol and drugs. Since we see the alcoholic, drug-addicted, sex-addicted lifestyle as reflective of people who are under or unemployed and therefore bored and stuck in the dysfunction and trauma they are used to and which they are told they must never reveal for snitches end up in ditches. As in many, if not most cases, they are born into and have been sexually molested by their own family members at a very young age and for which they feel tremendous shame and guilt. And the drugs and alcohol, having been part of their womb environment, when their mothers were pregnant, they themselves are born with a proclivity or addiction, as is well documented. We aim to provide an opportunity with the best structure to rehabilitate someone back into the community and back into the workforce. This is my community, my nation, and I am a proud member 
of the MMIW support community, as well as a supporter of the No More Silence and Silent No More movements. We are excited about bringing this program to the nation, combining beneficial work and a new sobriety program that we can test. We assure you, our listeners, the mending of the hoop model will work for our partners in the justice system as it is in the best interests of the police and courts that offenders become well and become contributors rather than destroyers of our families and communities. Let's clean the swamp in our communities and restore and grow healthy children and adults. Bring patience to us and we will prove this is the right way to do it. Great spirit, when you called, I answered, set my life upon the line. Walk the path of fire, spinning, spinning, spinning on a web so fine. Please, Father, don't fail me. On this vision quest Set my sights upon you Gambled all upon your name Your faithfulness and promise My only gain Great Spirit, hear me calling for clarity and truth Your child, your bride, beloved Calling out to you You put me on a journey Listening to your voice Turn left, turn right at your word Surrender my only choice Great Spirit, don't fail me On this vision quest Set my sights on you Your faithfulness and promise My only fame Freedom Courage in the heart Casting aside the ways of the world Seeking only you Great Spirit, do not fail us On this vision quest Answer the riddles of my heart As you put us to the test I have no outer wealth, no power and no pomp. I sought you in the meadows amidst the flowers from. I've danced on Mount 
and grasses and loved you in the sky. Great spirit in your promises, I live and I will die. Oh, great spirit, I'll live you and all the earth is yours. Earth, water, wind, and fire emanate from you. You lead me to the chasm, I stand upon the cliff, and trust that when I take the leap, I'll rise upon your wind. Do not fail us on this vision quest. We set our sights on you, your faithfulness and promise are only well. You know. We talk about strangers doing this to our women and our children, but we all know that it's happening right within our communities, that it's our own men and our own women doing it to our children and to each other often, as well as strangers. And does jail or prison help? We're talking about underemployed people who are given fines and become employees of sheriff's department to wash their cars, to pay off their fines. And episodes of acting out become a reason for the justice community to often worsen the problems by exposing someone who is a victim themselves of the aristocrat syndrome to be exposed to the prison population where they learn new levels of illness and depravity and come out worse than when they went in. What our family members need and deserve is a chance they've never gotten in this lifetime. As many or if not most of them were abused either in the residential school system or in the foster care system growing up and within their own families of origin. A truce families are angry at me for speaking about because part of the problem is victims are not supposed to speak. And so the cycle continues until we are silent no more. The perpetrators who were trained to be perpetrators 
need the opportunity to be forgiven and helped and to be given the tools to correct themselves so they can give back to the family and community and shouldn't be punished by jail because we believe it will be the wrong impression for what we do and further punishes the victim who experience first physical violence and then suffer alone as their loved ones are not allowed to connect with them and therefore the justice system becomes the injustice system and only serves to perpetuate the problems. We are bringing a community service to the people and we hope we can show you all how we can help our loved ones maintain sobriety and recovery and leave drinking and drugging and violence behind. And to law enforcement to be able to call the police. But right now, calling the police doesn't help, but in fact makes the problems worse after the incident occurs. We want to rehabilitate our loved ones and not anger them more by giving the justice system another free labor force inductee into the prison system workforce. We want a chance to show how recovery works. We want to show successful completion of our program a person will choose sobriety as a lifestyle and receive a certificate of completion. They will learn about the sweat lodge and self-purification of body, mind, and spirit and will finally be able to heal the wounded inner child and become the good man and woman they were born to be. People then become elders who can teach others that you don't do that to women or children or your family. People who have lived it will become excellent counselors because they have lived it. Let us help our brothers and sisters out of the quicksand of addiction and being both the victim and the victimizer. We want to turn off the click in the abuser's head so that they don't react like that. Most abusers have PTSD and are themselves survivors of ritual abuse. Time for another short break of music.
You know, I'll talk for a moment about my experience yesterday on uh, Senko de Mayo, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women's Day. As I speak out, as I am silent no more, and I point out within my own community um, what is going on, there are those within the community of intergenerational abused and abusers who are angry that I am saying anything. Victims are supposed to be silent. We're not supposed to speak up. And there are people who are trafficking children and other associated accoutrement, drugs, etc. And there's a lot of money and it's become a way of life. It's become a culture of death. Dare I say it, there are what are known as mafias, cartels, that make their living encouraging women and men to turn themselves into items into participants in um, the culture of the uh, aristocrats, to put it kindly. And so I, for speaking out and saying no, that's not something I want to be part of, and I don't think it's a good thing. Well, I, I appear to have angered the cartel. And so I was traveling in business yesterday, knowing that there were people thinking of how they could do what I call an Annie Mae on me. That is where you are abducted, raped repeatedly, and then murdered and thrown in a ditch. And I'm being asked to not speak. And yet, I work for great spirit. I am here for the mending of the sacred hoop and the healing of the earth because I listened to the voice 
of great spirit. I wasn't. chosen by a committee. I didn't go and audition, volunteered to be part of the solution. And I said no to being part of the problem. And that is all. But yet, on Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women's Day, and I will remind my listeners that as well as being adopted by Lightning Geoshpia of Wounded Knee by my late brother, Chief Gary Rowland, grandson of Chief Fire Lightning, who accepted the bodies of the massacred Bigfoot community. And also adopted by the Apache. But on my own heritage, I am a tribal woman. I am of the 12 tribes. And I am of the tribe of Benjamin, the youngest brother. And for that, I carry the name of Wolf Clan. I hear there are those who are preparing to gather to determine who is real and who is not real and who has the right to speak and who does not have the right to speak. And it takes me back to 2,000 years ago when the peacemaker came people of old Jerusalem and the priests and the keepers of the temple records sat and argued amongst themselves as to whether he was real or whether he was a pretender. It's the same. This time We women are speaking. I, as a woman, am speaking. I am a daughter of great spirit. I am a daughter of Unjimaka. And I have been asked to continue the work of restoring earth to the paradise, to the garden she was and which has been desecrated and destroyed. So, last night, as I was doing my work to bring this healing forward and speaking out loud about the unspeakable things that are done in secret and being threatened by those who are doing them with death, speaking and saying it's not right. It is not right. 
to teach your children to incest is not right. So, last night, as I was traveling, and I pulled my metal pony into a campsite, it was about 11 o'clock at night, and my dog woke up, growling from a deep sleep, and I remembered since I knew it, he had been disturbed by spirits in his sleep. I remembered that the cartel was looking for me. And I remembered to turn off the GPS on my phone. Because I knew that because I had spoken, that I, like many of the women who were missing and murdered, was murdered because they knew too much and because they were speaking up. And so people who make money from the trafficking of women and children and the drugs that enable the women and children to participate in vile actions. I knew they were looking for me and wanted to take my life. And so I turned on my car and I drove another couple of hours to another place and slept and woke up in the morning, received a phone call asking me to please be silent and not to speak because some people weren't sure if I was a pretendian. And there was going to be a council meeting to figure out if people like me are pretendians. All I can say, people, is get right with great spirit. Get right. Get on board. Please don't be like who we call the Pharisees and Sadducees, who decided that the peacemaker was a pretendian and gave their vote to those who decided to hang him on a tree. And it wasn't a Sundance, although he did get up by the grace of great spirit and the power of his own discipline and love. It's time to heal. It's time to heal. It's time to stop. The solution. Please stand with us for the sake of the next seven generations. 
for the sake of Unchimaka and Father Sky. Stop pretending. Stop pretending. So one more song. And then we're going to lighten things up a little bit. And we're going to listen to part two of the interview conversation that I was blessed to have Georgiaville of Sintagliska Rosebud as we move forward with solutions. It was all our people that died. You don't see a long list of feds and and death squad members and any of these other people. You don't see any long list of their dead. You see a long list of our dead. And you look at that list and every one of them's got a Indian Indian name. name.
And that was the Red Man's Blues, Tony Palmer and the Breed. And a big Wopala to Tony Palmer, who gave me that album many years ago in Albuquerque when he was still down there. And now uh, we will listen to part two, part two of Professor Victor Duvel, the star knowledge keeper. This was a conversation that he and I had with Chief Gary Rowland at Sintagleska in Rosebud four years ago. I hope we can hear it well. It's an old recording. Do you think it's true what Jose Arguelles, what the Maya said? Remember when he came out with the dream spell game Mm -hmm. and there was a little book and he said that the Romans were space invaders Mm -hmm. and that they came here after they blew up the planet Maldek. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's true? Then why? I mean, and all they've done is raid the planet. Yeah. But why do they need all that technology? I mean, when naturally, I mean, the nation already knew how to travel. Mm -hmm. What is their problem? Well, that's... The stuff they do is all materialism. They wouldn't have, it's a beautiful profit in the long run. But uh, the procession, this on uh, uh, 2012, this volcano on the Thunderbird stood upright. Once it stood upright, it, it was the beginning of a new era. Because this thing, when it stood upright, its heart pointed to the crash line of the Black Hills, which is the center of the uh, of our world. But, uh, but in the sky, these are the, the firm equinox. These are the primary animals that, in the sky that we have. We got 13 stars, 13 constellations on ecliptic. Someday we have to redo the calendar into 13 months, like we originally had. These are the, the landforms. Uh, took the, the uh, kids to those. Sometimes we have projects where we take them out to the Black Hills, we go to the sites to show them why we should never sell the black hills because this you know, it gives us life uh, spiritual, spirituality but uh, be very bad for the yeah. whole planet yeah so the thing is that uh, and that just happened uh, when the uh, when the sun enters the Trinshasha Ipuze it's a burn equinox so people go and uh, strip of the, the inner bark of the willow and make tobacco and then they load the pipes and they begin the ceremonies. The first of ceremonies uh, is when that happens, they, they start going to the Black Hills. And then the next month later, the sun's going to enter the Swinchinjala Shakomi constellation. That's the Welcome Back Thunders ceremonies. And we just got to that, uh, uh, this Furubikonax. Last, last week, I think the, old, the tribe always a group went out there. And I'm glad that they uh, changed that uh, Harney Peak to Black Elk Peak. Because that was what was fighting for, to get that guy's name out there and put the, put the, the, the traditional form. But, uh, so, so when that happens, that, uh, when the sun entered that, and a month later after that, then that's the uh, people gathered that went to the Shankly. 
was the Pleiades up in the sky and, uh, and uh, below it's uh, going to this uh, blackout peak there to do the welcome back of thunders. And a month after that, uh, when the sun enters this Kreshla, uh, or the whole Chopa, the center of this medicine group here, the embryo of coming up. And then it's uh, welcome back all life and peace. Is the ceremony that we have there. Then the, the fourth one is that when the sun enters, it's a Tortipila. Uh, then it's uh, a cheer. And then you have the sunlight. And then the stories of, uh, of this, this retreat of a Shakuri and uh, how they were devoured by this creature. We don't know what the creature looked like. Some say it's a pterodactyl. Others say it was uh, something you could not see. If you saw it, you'd die. But it constantly gave these uh, owl songs. He hung out, how they call it. So people didn't look at it. They heard the sounds. Of it. Eventually, the uh, spiritual, spiritual powers came down to help our people kill uh, that animal. And they say that in the... Uh, in this blackout peak, there were seven needles uh, hills. Those are where they roosted. It is said that the oh, wow. it, it said that the remains of those seven girls that they devoured down there. So it, uh, that's the, the story behind that. And then we we're also trying to seek knowledge about where our pipe came from. It is said that in this. Matoti Tower, Devil's Tower, in the cave there, there were uh, three bundles set there. One of them was gotten by the Kiowa, bear medicine, and the other one was the sacred arrows of the Cheyennes, and ours was the white buffalo cap pipe. So we got that story in the, the legend of that. Of that you know. And then if we get up to the, like all these, uh, they, Refer back to the, the Stargate, the Rigobia Kappa. That is this triangular shaped uh, mountain, Rupa Peak. So those are the twins uh, that make the, the, the gate for the gap, which are both coming down the steps. It's interesting that once we found out that uh, Peak was here, we get to put things together and they come up with cancer from the sky. In that, that, that. So it, uh, so these each refer to each of these bands, the seven. Wow. And then, uh, and then these, uh, the, the lizard or the salamander and, and then the, the, the turtle. Those are there, I think, what they represent is uh, what's up in the sky. But it's interesting that uh, when we was uh, fighting the Black Hills case in 1980 when, uh, when they got made a push to make a settlement and that Yellow Thunder camp was under siege by the government because they weren't in Malder. So they, what, uh, Yellow Thunder camp took the government, took, took the state to court on the grounds that they wanted to practice an ancient religious ceremony in the, in the the state said, no, you never had one there. And you never regard the Black Hills sacred until the Black Hills came. 
this and that. Where's all your writing? So we have all these writing, but they're, they're memory. So they're saying that uh, uh, oral uh, testimony is inadmissible in, in, in court. That's the Romans for you. Yeah, that is what, <laughs> what they set forth in here. Yellow Thunder can't find out we're doing a manuscript of the Star Knowledge. So they subpoenaed that. And here's the basis of that, that, that idea that uh, our elders said when we, all the interviews that we conducted with the elders, they said that uh, Sundance was conducted when, uh, when the, the sun entered the Matotipa, which is here. And here it enters at uh, the Chinshashi Pusi said, and they worked out a formula because the earth wobbles every 70 years, it puts back the stars one degree backwards. So in time, uh, the elders say that when that sun entered the uh, Matotipa, it was summer solstice. It don't do that, it's a month, it comes a month later. So you put it on the computer and bring it back to uh, uh, to that time when it entered, 1616 BC, or 3600 years ago. So uh, the formula was that you took 50 degrees, which is here, times 72 and you get 3600, and then we dated 1984, 1616 BC. So here is the evidence that the judge is looking for. The judge took the manuscript, he read it, and he said, this is valid. Because, because it's written. So, <laughs> so the state came in there and they didn't want to rebut it. They wanted uh, continuance for another six months. So they went out and uh, tried to uh, try to derail this. But amazingly, they went to every ethnostar uh, expert. They all did that for us. And the state had no nowhere to go. So they, when they went to court, they, uh, they, they we were going other ways. <laughs> so it, uh, it's also good for me because... Uh, I was teaching Lakota history and culture, and uh, we were under Black uh, Hill State. We were a satellite, but they told us you cannot teach anything without without sources, written sources. So I said your your legend of coming to Black Hills. He said that they won't hold water, mm-hmm. uh, so don't teach that. We clearly suggested came down here. When this thing happened, it did me right. I was. I was Happy because now that's what we're hearing about yeah, yeah. in our our team, yeah. right? We have Eagle Eye Man who's adopted by the Anishinaabe, and then with this guy David Kong Dawai, who's actually Chinese Hakka, and he keeps getting hung up on the Treaty of 408 AD yeah. with the Visigoths because yeah. of those six treaties. There's no evidence, yeah. and of course the Roman, yeah. you know, yeah. they're hiding it. Yeah. And he's like, well, we, it won't hold up in court. Yeah. And yeah. Meredith Quinn Musa mentioned something that he saw something on a, a glyph on a pyramid yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. But what do you think about that? With the you know, we have a lot of connections with Inca. We have, uh, in fact, they sent us. Uh, there's a uh, thing online there. Uh, William Sullivan. He broke the code of. Uh, the Inca code. When they were saw that they were their, their nations going down, they all the responsible management they got together and start 
translate these things in secret codes. And they sent it to us. They said, uh, do not uh, do what, what they did, in which they had child sacrifice. So we get the term Wakhreza from that. Wakhreza is from the term Waka, is the term that Egos used to sacrifice the children. And, uh, and when he sent us a message up there, he said, don't do this. Because we have the, uh, the yeah, theocracy that was built on, uh, on centralizing the government, much like the white man, much like the court controlling the, the courts in Europe, that uh, they dictate everything. So you must not push your Ocheti Shaku into, into the system or it, it can control you. So our people start calling our children because of that. With no sacrifice of children, nor did they want to abuse it in any way. So, uh, so I got that connection with that, that when uh, William Sullivan put that book out, he's telling me all that. So, uh, so we found that uh, we're connected to our star knowledge, we connected back to the Incas. The Incas, their whole system of star knowledge is based on the uh, alignment of these nine planets. They have names for each one of them and uh, what role they play in hierarchy. Lakotas have the same system, but they wiped out the hierarchy. So we don't know about the hierarchy. The hierarchy is the one that brought everybody together and made them do child sacrifice to, to promote the uh, survival of the nation. Much like the uh, Pawnees, the, the skinny Pawnees, they, they had uh, child sacrifice all going up to 1839. And they sacrificed a part of Sichangu and Ogallala. A little girl about nine years old is sacrificed to the morning star. And that's when we went to all our world. Some nations kept that. We converted ours to some that. It's a different. So all these connections, I begin to realize that we had a, we able to know the other uh, empires back, uh, back in the, the Aztecs and the uh, Incas. But again, there was someone says, let's do not do these things. So we did. We wiped it out. But this young boy from Stan Rock, he's a physicist, traditional Lakota. I think he's going to get a piece in physics. But he was take, able to take all the oral stuff and put it in that. And he was able to find out what we call those nine planets. Wow. Uh, but again, you know, the, uh, like the Milky Way here, that is a. Uh, what the Incas had the same idea of, uh, of uh, yeah, the same idea of uh, when we die, we go on this, on this path, the land of the gods, uh, or our spirit, uh, path to spirit work. And that uh, really became uh, some of the things that uh, we're beginning to uh, develop. It's, we're trying to uh, develop a traditional calendar as opposed to the, uh, the non-Indian calendar. If we're able to get our traditional calendar going, then all those dates will uh, be in seat with the, with the cabin. Oh, wow. When the cabin season comes, and these dates will kick in. But because they removed that 13th month and put it in the 12th Julian calendar, the calves are born at the wrong time. Right. Uh, and uh, we found out that uh, 
we don't know if our buffers be acculturated. Because what they did was, uh, when, when they're given the first, uh, during the vernal equinox, bridges will come. So what they'll do is they, uh, they blow, when the, their sack comes up, they blow on the sack and make solidify it, protect it from the, the winds and, the, and the, that's one way they acculturate. But if we're able to get back on the counter, we'll be able to push those dates for the back. So the good weather will be in April rather than March. And we'll be able to uh, stay in the buffalo as much as we can. But we need to uh, study the, uh, the traditional calendar. 28 months is based on the, uh, the new moons. 28 new moons in the, in the calendar year. And, uh, and then there's uh, 13... Uh, there's 13 uh, 28 day difference which make up the year somewhere. So that is what we're trying to stick in that additional one month in order to. Uh, yeah. And this will yield that will yield that. Follow up because of the yeah. different dates in that. So we have a problem. I have a grandchild out that was born on uh, uh, March. Uh, well, February, last part of February, but there's only 28 days. So those three, three months there is caught in no birth basic. But so we go back traditional now, I'll cover that. <laughs> so we're, uh, so all these days are equal, except that all these are calibrated six months. They calibrated six months, whereas these are done every thousand years. Now. So the Romans, they put all their emperors in there and they created larger counters and uh, they threw off the whole system stuff. But, uh, but this is the uh, traditional calendar in which you can make one where you stick all the months in that revolving system. And this is the, uh, the thing was talking about the salamander and the, 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 the turtle. So that, uh, so that lines up with the, uh, with this in the skies. It's here on Earth. What's up in the sky? This is the altar here. But that's why uh, we bought we bought that here. It's going to be uh, sold to a developer, and they gave us a deadline, so uh, we're able to buy that for nine million. We get all the uh, tribes together and kick in. But we knew that we were raised against time. We knew we bought something we already owned. But in order to stop them to help, we had to get it. Uh, and and uh, we'll deduct that from when we try to get the land back. But that was here to preserve that altar. You get up there, uh, and this one, this forest lands all the way around. This ball spot sits in without any forest. We found out the reason why for that, because uh, Thunder will come in and knock down anything that's uh, larger than us. They were supposed to. The thunder being yeah, to it. Yeah, they don't, <laughs> they don't appreciate larger obstructions. So we found that out. That, that was that hard time to feel so. Uh, so to preserve it that way, they, uh, and, uh, is that, uh, that's why we go to welcome back the thunders. Uh, so those are all. Uh, this is just one of the uh, the things on the astronomy that we have. We put together some other ones that uh, 
Because they knew if they destroyed the traditional knowledge that they were trying to control time and space. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, I'll give that to you. I got some more. I got this one here. This, uh, this one is, is the, 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 uh, the sites that we went to. Uh, this would be the site you went into. Uh, and, uh, this one is uh, Silver Lake. You know, it, uh, it, uh, Silver Lake, uh, it's kind of a the water there is a, it's, it's like a mirror. It can predict a, uh, make a, a prediction of future. So you look at it, you see a whole future there. And they said that crazy went there and saw where he's going. So a lot of people didn't want that. So the, the elders put that, they, they didn't tell us the exact location where it's at, and I was still making it. But, but it's one of the sites that we went to. Be able to uh, go into all these uh, sites uh, showing the relativity of uh, that. We also got this too that uh, this will we took the, uh, the younger kids, uh, younger children, uh, showed them uh, a site that was done 10,000 years ago where, uh, where the Wakichos uh, stood on. Uh, on this and uh, directed the hunt. But what they did was to build a, uh, off of a, a river that dried up. They, uh, it got a snow drift in there, so they poured the water over it. So when they chased the buffalo in there, they, they slid down there, couldn't get back up, and then they would kill it with that bottle of snow. And uh, that was done in Colorado, which is here, 10,000 years ago. And they found a, uh, the same site, the site that happened that uh, they found uh, in Canada about 1680. Uh, they exactly match what they did there. So, uh, so we come across a lot of those things like that in the Bodies Jump Site uh, along I 90 up north into South Dakota. And uh, that's the site there where. Uh, for some reason, the buffalo gathered there every vernal equinox. So the tribes gathered and running down that hill. And then uh, usually at the bottom, they get all the meat and the bones and, the, and other things like that before they come to the horse. And then we go there for, it's like sleep in bed, tell a story about that. Mount Rushmore used to be called the Seven Grandfather Hills. But it was changed to Rushmore. And they predicted that that would not do any good. But that's what it's called, Six Grandfathers, or Igmo Santa Baja, Cougar Mountain. Change the name back to original. Is there a way to fix it? Yeah. And these were the uh, the presents that uh, that did that. They did a gouging of that and that. They almost destroyed the environment. So the heroes they put up there were not our heroes. They have been destroyed closer. This is the silver. I was telling you the silver tales of silver Legacy crazy or something. South probably would not have liked it if he lived. On the other hand, uh, 
they usually want to know what he looked like, what he was. That's uh, really what the bottom line is to show them what he might look like. But also got this and look at that. Look at that. This is a, you go to wind cave and uh, stuck my head in there when nobody, when the park ranger wasn't there, went down there and stuck almost so far. But there's a legend of people going down into that. So I just did that. The story behind that is that uh, the black kids at one time was in the center of the, of the, the northern hemisphere uh, and it went to uh, the hot spot, the tectonic plates and that caused upheaval of landforms. It's all underwater until it went back up and it drained all the water until we got those caves. And imagine that's about a, over a million years ago, two or three million years ago, and, uh, and the uh, anthropologist said that the, the, the origin of man is in East Africa. Man walked in uh, all those areas, uh, footprints of the petrified, which goes by three million. But this was by Kipuna. Because when people came out of the caves, they had to rename everything uh, in order for them to, uh, to find out what the landforms were. So, this is the embryo of Buffalo coming up, up in the sky. You can see that night. And it's an embryo coming out. This is Stargate, which this head will come to come out. This is, of course, superimposed of a cave. It's about me cave. Buffalo maps, tell me about that. Also, these are the two twin towers. Then the uh, landforms, Preslasia, the center. So what would you advise, say, like, you know, Gary's... No, we could... uh, uh, we have to show East that. Wood that did he. Yeah. He's from Wuditi. Yeah. What, uh, what I would suggest that we try to tie the uh, the thing into what, uh, this idea of where the sacred love is sacred. You know, landforms are all sacred. And, uh, that is why we never touch them. And I've also got a, a legend of Yeah, this is Presla, uh, the center of it. And this is the, uh, on top of these are the, what's on top of them. That, uh, but that is what we're trying to go back to, that uh, everywhere we go, when I go in various areas, they're developing the land. And they gouge gears and uh, standing rock is the, uh, is a place where uh, they destroyed it, a fraction of land. And as they do that, they make it unstable for future, for years to come. And, uh, and it could kill off all the wildlife. And then worst of all, uh, the oil that's uh, probably spilled. But they have to begin to pour that together and stand it towards standing rocket. Uh, we have another story about uh, all the rocks that move. Uh, up in buildings, we fought that in uh, the coal companies are moving in there to dig. And they had a, a chief's peace valley, they call it, where all the tribes get 
to do their vision quest. When a tribe enter that, they laid down the weapons and went up there and did everything in peace. That is what they're trying to grind up in now. So we went up there and uh, we found that some of the rocks that they move, they had rock circles. The larger rock had these smaller rocks that come out in the open, but they would come back and would come out in that. That's what creatures went got the rocks to make it. Uh, so we said those are something that these pipelines should never go. If they do go around it, you know, better not better not make it at all. But, uh, so what they're doing is they're destroying sacred grounds in that area, and, uh, and you have to realize that uh, you're going to make a sacrifice to get materialism. You can destroy everything in order to gain what you can get. And you satisfy your damage, but the future damage will suffer. And that is what, uh, so we regard all the lands that are really sacred. Wakan, Wakan is sacred. It means everything. Uh, it's about what part of the sacred everything. Uh, so we so have to realize that concept that uh, we go by. There's something in there that, uh, that people, maybe people can do. Then uh, the light, the landforms are always. Uh, I do have the other two that, uh, that one on the. So is that how to help the other communities? How to help Pine Ridge? How to? Yeah. I mean, how to? How to help Wounded Knee? How to yeah. restore the traditional government? Yeah, that uh, sometimes that really needed. Uh, Got this one. This one. I, uh, it's the story of the land. The term "makochi" comes from the word "maka ochaje," and in turn is derived from "uchi maka ochaje uchi." That is where that comes from. So you see that "makochi," uh, this this over here, and that taken out. So the language itself is. Uh, we should go back to, uh, we, uh, we tend to contrast the words and make them smaller, compress them. If we're able to extend the, uh, that in that, and then we try to find out the true meanings of, of those words. So that Makhoche really, uh, it comes from the Uti Maka Uchaje, which means a limb, trace of the wind side. That's what I mean. So it's that. So that, uh, Met that as we lost the clan system, then that went away. We were stuck with just the Makoche. It was in there. He had the power to create. And, uh, he decided that he, uh, and it coincides with the Big Bang Theory where we uh, think you had it, the idea concept singularity. And that, and that is uh, the second part of a three part conversation with. Chief Victor Duvel, and we will hear the third part in another program. And as we come closer to the end of our two hours, we are going to listen to another song that I love very much by Tony Palmer and the Breeds called Equal in the Distance.
Thank you for helping me to become a lawyer. Thank you for my victories and for my defeats. Thank you for my vision and the blindness in which I saw further. And we are going to close the way that we opened with the Strong Women's Warrior Song. This has been Siava. I am here in New Segovia, in Crescent Valley, beside Sacred Mount Denabo. I am here at the Home now, heaven on Mother Earth now. Gardens honoring the highest truths of all paths, short of human and animal sacrifice. And I am here with the dog Roger, and we saw that we have someone else living with us in the house. Apparently, we have a little mouse <laughs> who ran across the floor a little while ago and looked at me and asked me if I was going to kill him or her. And I said in my mind to him, no, I don't think so. Let's be kind to all our relations. Thank you for joining us. And let's hear the cries and let's answer the call and bring healing to the nations, beginning with admitting our own needs, our own weakness. Blessings to all my relations. Hey, do you know the Strong Woman Warrior song? Not yet. Okay, it's easy. Sing it and just sing along with me. This is MMYW and P all over Caroline. Oh. Where 
Of within us all. 